Hi, I'm CJ. And I'm Kari. And, and this, this is, is Expecting, Expecting Expats. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Expecting Expats. We have uh, another guest and it's Sila from Denmark but living in Sweden with us today. And we're really, again, going to just dive into the cultural differences of, well, being from Denmark, living in Sweden, and maybe even the differences between Germany, Denmark, US, and, yeah. and in the Netherlands. No, we have <laughs> everything we know. Mix of cultures. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> No, we were actually just speaking off, uh, offline, or I guess off the mic, uh, about just expectations of girls and boys and raising them. So you know, ear piercing, let's say, and you know, would we do that? Yeah. And me coming from the U.S. and especially Texas, it was a big thing. Like where all my friends already had their ears pierced as a baby. Like under one year old, or when would you do it? Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I think they do it at six months six months to a year i would see it even when we would go to the mall there would always be like babies there like mm-hmm. waiting in line to get their ears pierced at the accessories or clairs or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um but then i know for one i just maybe it, i it's not like i'm t- a con- <laughs> i don't want to say i'm against it but i just feel like Because ears, to me, ears piercing, they sometimes do close if you don't use them a lot. And then Mm -hmm. they kind of go back to normal. So if you never want earrings, like Mm -hmm. you can technically close the hole. It's just that you're putting something in your baby, like a piece of metal that could be infectious. And we've all had our ears pierced, I'm assuming. So Mm -hmm. cleaning it all the time, Mm -hmm. adding that to like diaper changes and Mm -hmm. breastfeeding. I don't understand why people would want to do it. And then babies they're so wiggly that i've had Mm. friends who had kind of like off-centered earrings you know because they just like moved and so it wasn't it wasn't yeah and so i just sometimes again think to myself you know what is the purpose yeah is it really just to make them look more girly or yeah i don't know what what else would be the purpose (laughs) to do it so early yeah my perception is that it's 100 percent cosmetic mm-hmm. and it's uh it's a, a need from the parent yeah there's nothing so so t- okay i would say i'm quite against no i'm against yeah <laughs> it, i respect it for the people choose to do it i think it's unnecessary pain i i didn't even yeah. consider the the maintenance and, and cleansing yeah. of it afterwards yeah um so so it's it's just you can put a bow on your baby or you there's so many other stuff you can do to accessorize yeah, yeah <laughs> you totally. don't have to punch holes i mean <laughs> My baby as well, so she just is growing hair now, and it's bright blonde hair, so even in pictures, she just still looks bald. And even if she's wearing a dress, people are like, oh, what's his name? You know, that, I, for some reason, doesn't bother me. I think no, it bothers no. people when I, oh, she's a girl. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, she no. doesn't have hair, so she and she hates headbands, so I'm mm-hmm. like, and I can dress her in pink. Yeah. But yeah for me it also really doesn't bother me if someone would think it was a boy it's not something where i could like no yeah (laughs) exactly exactly but yeah i don't i feel like i don't have really strong opinion on piercing ears like if someone would do it i wouldn't be like oh my god i can't believe that they would do such a thing no but it's not something where i would ever consider doing it personally Mm -hmm. to emily Mm -hmm. because Yeah. yeah i just feel like it's unnecessary and indeed like 
like I don't want to cause her the pain and mm-hmm. uh, I'll deal with all the cleaning afterwards. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like in Denmark it's quite, it's more normal as far as I know that it's kind of when they start asking for it themselves, mm-hmm. which is typically in yeah. the school age, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they're still quite young, like six, seven years, but yeah. they start seeing their friends maybe having uh, yeah. earrings and yeah. then it's like, okay, then you are old enough to say that's something you want, then mm-hmm. you can also kind of help with the cleaning. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. she's yeah. still young, but I know my niece just got her ears pierced and she's like so excited about it Aww. and really like something that she wanted for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I see more the point in doing it. Like, yeah. okay, something you want, actively choosing and then, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's like I a thing. It's a yeah. it's a, an event because I remember getting my ears pierced with my mom. You yeah. know what I mean? All my sisters with us and we all did it together, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember <laughs> that event. And so I just think to myself, that's kind of what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually at... Uh, a dinner party last night and I was speaking to someone who was like oh the kids it's, it's you're tired when you have the babies but you know just wait until they're teenagers because she has two teenage boys mm-hmm. and she was saying that um yeah there's arguments no, nothing physical but just like a big argument and like whistling and shouting and yelling and it was the first time I've ever seen that and I said oh your two boys are fighting and she's like no they're you know my husband and the kids are fighting because of something like they want a longer curfew or they Mm -hmm. want whatever and like and I was also talking to Eric about this this morning where you know Eric was like oh I'm kind of excited when like they're gonna (laughs) fight us and we're like oh okay you wanna you wanna argue let's argue let's go to the mat wait three years he's not gonna be so excited about it (laughs) and 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 it's like no but when they're kind of I guess even with teenagers but I was like yeah but like what if she comes to us because it is kind of acceptable in Germany in some areas of Germany where your boyfriend sleeps over the mm-hmm. house when they're like in high school mm-hmm. or like, uh, to- it's normal it's normal in Denmark it's oh so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so not normal in the US that is like forbidden I honestly and you know Eric's like yeah. well I don't know she's just gonna be a nun you know so she's not having sex <laughs> But I'm like, no, but I, I under, but it's kind of one of those things where I was saying a lot of these things that they're arguing, like we can as adults rationalize why they want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, if she says, oh, I want my boyfriend to sleep over. I know why, like, mm-hmm. duh. but I'm also this in my culture, like it's not accepted. Like yeah. it's very a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's just one of those things where I feel like throughout our children's lives we're gonna have to constantly be fighting like is this acceptable because it's in germany and we live Mm -hmm. here or is it and in sweden it's accepted or is it yeah me coming with my yeah american because that that i find a bit funny sorry but just because yeah you you don't allow them to sleep uh together during the night Mm-hmm. I mean, if teenagers want to have sex, you know, they're going to find gonna a find way. They're going to just play somewhere else. <laughs> and then I would rather have that they're like safe home in bed than like doing it weird places or something. I because know, they'll so true. find yeah. a way they'll do it in the woods. Or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> in the bushes. <laughs> We're all like thinking back to our high school years. <laughs> No, but, but that's what I mean, though. And it's it's one of those things where, I honestly, we were just discussing it this morning. And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, but what happens if, like, uh, 
Our other kids, yeah, want a longer curfew, want to mm-hmm. stay up till five or six in the morning and go clubbing in Berlin, you know? Oh, yeah. And you think, yeah, I understand why you want to do it, mm-hmm. but like, no, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're also like trying to protect them to say, hey, like do it maybe when you're a bit older. Yeah. But then, I don't know. Oh yeah. my God. What do you think? You have a boy, so like, yeah, you yeah. Have a boy. do you have any thoughts about like when you will be a teenager and... Uh, growing up in Sweden yeah. I think it's so so complicated I have this I and I believe it's very naive <laughs> this um, I hope that it all comes down to the relationship you have with your child that if you have an open trusting communication that he feels like I want to be able like I have this vision in my head of you know he becoming in the age where you start like being curious about drugs maybe Mm -hmm. that I would be like I don't want you to do drugs but if you ever if you're ever in the situation where you try something I want you to be able to call me at any time and then we will deal with it yeah because I remember I had friends and they thought they knew everything that, you know, involved drugs and how to handle any situation. And at some point they got mad at me because I was like, okay, so what if something goes really, really sideways? Are we going to call like an ambulance? Like, what are we going to do? And they're like, shut up. We know what to do. Like, we just, it's, you know, cold showers, blah, 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 blah. And I don't want, like, so I, I have this idea that if I establish this relationship with Elliot where he feels like even if he fucks up really bad, he yeah. can come to me and be like, mom, I fucked up and and I would be able to handle it in a way mm-hmm. where he dares to do it again. Yeah. Like, yeah, because how, I mean, how were you guys with your parents? Were you really open and honest or were you, is it, was it a mix or? Yeah, I feel like, in a way, I, I I definitely did hide a lot of stuff from them. Like when we started drinking at like fourteen and mm-hmm. sneaking around, mm-hmm. I don't know how much they really noticed, like smoking and drinking and <laughs> what's going on. So we probably weren't as smooth about it as we <laughs> thought. <probably not. laughs> Reeking of smoke and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Like no, we just hey, hung out. Yeah. Just had a sleepover. Yeah. Um. So in one way, I was hiding a lot, but at the same time, my dad, especially. He has picked me up so many times when I was drunk as a teenager mm-hmm. where, I mean, of course he wouldn't be happy about it, but he was always like there if there yeah. was something and I wouldn't get like completely like scolded or anything. He would just kind of say, like joke a bit about it the next yeah. day. Also because, I mean, this is also when I was a bit older in high school, it is normal to drink in Denmark mm-hmm. when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. It's kind of accepted yeah it's kind of mandatory it's kind of mandatory <laughs> yeah so That's what eric told me even with sweden yeah, yeah. so yeah. he my parents they they picked me up many times when i was super drunk from a party when i was still living at home yeah so at the same time i i guess i felt comfortable enough to call them when mm-hmm. i needed yeah but at the same time if if i could hide it i would hide it just mm-hmm. they don't have to know everything yeah Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I hid things from my parents, but only when I was 17, 18, right? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of when you should also be drinking in the US. Mm-hmm. Like 16 is a bit like, you don't, but 18, that's kind of your senior year. Everyone is going to parties and drinking or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sisters never did. 
they were, it was like my parents, I don't know what, I was speaking actually to my sister like two weeks ago about this. I'm like, what did my parents do to us? Like instilled fear mm-hmm. or something, but like fear of it. Like we would go to, like I would go to parties and I would see drugs, even hard drugs being used, like Coke and things. Mm-hmm. And I would just be so freaked out by it. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even like, oh, hey, I'm going to sit with you guys. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to get away from these people. They're crazy drug addicts, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what, my parents said to it because I, I don't remember like having conversations about mm-hmm. drug use or sex or anything like that. But I just knew like, oh, don't have sex because you're going to ruin your future. You know? And you will get pregnant. Yeah, you will get pregnant. You will die. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I was, I was raised in Texas, so we didn't have like sex ed that taught condom use or birth control. It was no, all abstinence. Just, yeah. It was just like no sex whatsoever. Yeah. For marriage. Like, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, honestly, it was so, 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 so bad. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, I just, and, and but me and my sisters and my brother, we were mm-hmm. just always like, I don't want to say afraid, but just very mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and I, again, I don't even know if it's naive mm-hmm. as well, because we were just like, oh, I don't want to get too wasted because then I know I can't control myself. So I never really got wasted. I would drink, but I had friends who were just like falling over, like couldn't walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like throwing up. I never was like that. Uh, I mean, later in life, but then it's crazy because when you live in Germany and you're, you know, 25 drinking like that, everyone's like, what the like yeah. you're a 25 year old adult yeah. <laughs> it's from teenagers but not when you are <laughs> exactly and I'm over here like I just started drinking like three years ago you know <laughs> like leave me alone um, so that was a big big change but yeah I don't know how to deal with it because again we're probably going to be raising our kids in Europe mm-hmm. and so I do know that the drinking the sex everything is more accepted at a younger mm-hmm. age yeah I have a very, like, my mom is from Thailand and mm-hmm. my dad is Danish. Okay. So I remember my dad once, he was like casually, so have you tried smoking weed? <laughs> and it was so just so casual. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't, and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, my mom was not present at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he, and, and they've actually been quite liberal with, alcohol also like they I remember at a time where my friends had a limit you can bring four beers to mm-hmm. the party yeah and my parents would never set a limit um and, and I feel like that was a good approach because it instilled some like confidence and trust in me and so it was up to me to show them that because they did the same thing with curfews I didn't um have one I did have a curfew and I, that's where I went wrong because I didn't always, uh, how do you say, like I didn't come home Home in time. Yeah. Yeah. And so my dad, he had this crazy rule that I had to be home a quarter to nine because yeah, my curfew from the beginning was nine, Mm -hmm. I think. And then I missed it some, uh, a couple of times. And so to punish me, he said, you have to be home a quarter to nine. And that was such a big deal because, yeah. 45, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I could drink whatever I wanted, but I had to be home a quarter to nine. <laughs> but even nine is, I guess, I mean, no, That's looking early. back, nine. But yeah, I was yeah, 14 yeah. at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because it, now I'm thinking, I'm like, nine was probably even late for us. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we'd be going to bed at nine, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And I just find it just so interesting even to hear about even like Eric's 
shenanigans mm-hmm. in high school and like them going to different like cities together yeah and like just getting completely like wasted and things and i'm like what yeah. like i don't you know <laughs> because it's just so normal and i did do a study abroad in germany when i was 16 and again mm-hmm. it was just really normal with like children having sex here yeah at, like 14 15 16 yeah. and not that is normal in the u.s but like your parents would never know no no yeah it's yeah. not like it's not accepted no yeah not publicly accepted mm-hmm. it's something uh yeah that's yeah um when i was 14 i had a boyfriend who was 17 and i remember like you know i wasn't ready to have sex at this point like it was innocent i was still a virgin all that <laughs> but, <laughs> but my mom she actually bought condoms for me and oh, like really? came in and like left them in my room and was like just be safe, you know. <laughs> oh wow! Because I think she was like being realistic. Like, yeah, if you have yeah. a boyfriend who's seventeen, it could like very well be that we would start having sex. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of appreciated that because just because she gave me condoms, I mean, I still waited uh, until I was sixteen mm-hmm. to actually have sex. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of appreciate, you know, that she's just like, just make sure you're safe and like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, don't don't feel like you have to like. Uh, yeah sneak around or something yeah it's so funny though because even that like that age difference of 14 and 17 Mm -hmm. that's like a no-no where i'm from like it's Mm -hmm. too much of an age difference it's too big and like so if if you had a 14 and again i'm from the south in texas but if there's like Mm -hmm. a 14 year old daughter Mm -hmm. who was with anyone older than 16 it would be like the dads like take out their guns and just like <laughs> yeah. from my daughter. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> and then like, they're just like, hey, some condoms. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. So it's just so and here's the thing, I'm like constantly battling these because I completely understand why mm-hmm. your mom would do that. And I think it's almost beneficial to the relationship to yeah. like be open about it and then just be safe because Mm -hmm. then you can also yeah your kids trust you and they they realize if something does happen like i can come to you or whatnot so i completely understand that it's just so funny because it's just something that i have that that just not be okay (laughs) when i was growing up i mean it was always like how old is this boy yeah don't get me wrong when you were 15 you could be with some it's always like a two-year difference mm-hmm. okay so like, just like a rule yeah years. but just technically if you were 15 you couldn't be with like a 13 year old like 13 no. way too young yeah. yeah you know actually when i think about it we have um uh we have some friends with a daughter who's 14 mm-hmm. and if i imagine her dating a guy at 17 i would not like i would be <laughs> oh my god no, no yeah no. Yeah. So I think in that sense, I'm like, I, I think that I would react the same, like I would be the same way as your mom, but I, I have that very, very strong feeling probably from my mom's side, the yeah. conservative, no, no, yeah. no, 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 Like that's too, not too, okay. Yeah. But again, it's all these like kind of questions where, I mean, yeah, like you have a boy, mm-hmm. we have girls. It's yeah. just like, how do you manage that because also i mean not and this is not like so much of a conspiracy thing but Mm -hmm. i just don't like birth control (laughs) yeah i was on it since i was like 16 on but the effects of birth control on me were not positive and i just think i'm so at the same time i'm like how do you then raise a girl yeah Mm -hmm. so like 
be aware of the effects of birth control and like mm -hmm. be like, hey, take these hormones, even though I don't, I don't want to even want to eat meat with hormones in it no. or like vegetables with like whatever on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to tell my daughter to like take these pills so mm -hmm. they don't have to use condoms or what, you know what I mean? Or they do yeah, use condoms, but, but you know that second. sometimes in yeah. the moment they, they, they don't. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, a good question, yeah, because when we were teenagers, it was kind of normal to get on the pill, but today oh, people yeah. are questioning it a lot more, like, is yeah. it really good to take I, so many hormones? Yeah, I feel like it's been stigmatized a lot, and mm -hmm. I, like, I haven't dived into the whole research of it, but mm -hmm. I kind of, like, in Denmark and in Sweden, I would say I have a general trust in the government and, and the guidelines, mm -hmm. so both when it comes to food and medicine, yeah, I choose to pretty much blindly trust that if it's like if they say it's okay to sell and to mm -hmm. uh, prescribe, then I'm gonna trust that. Yeah. it's... and that's actually very very Swedish. Mm -hmm. I find out yeah. because the Swedes are very trusting in the in like in the society mm -hmm. government like we use our social security number to uh, sign up for uh, uh how do you say customer clubs how do you say it in english um what is it clubs yeah. that like yeah you know when you go to h&m you you sign uh, up to so yeah. get points yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You use your social security to to yeah to we do and we just say that at the counter and in Denmark, it's like you have to open a vault to get anyone to say the last four numbers of your social security <laughs> number. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal in the US as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, to yeah. So I have um, like this is my like uh, how do you say standard that I choose to trust yeah. them. Yeah. But I do feel like, for example, if I lived in the US yeah having the knowledge I have of how it's some things are less controlled mm -hmm. I would be less confident in the guideline yeah the official right. guidelines no I mean I agree because I was actually just at the orthodontist and randomly we were discussing medication mm -hmm. and he was saying that it's crazy how much is allowed in the US and how mm -hmm. much is it in Germany or opposite but I mean the I was on face medication called Accutane in the U.S. It's mm -hmm. completely banned in Germany. Like, mm -hmm. you cannot have it. You can't yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, the birth control I was on, that I was still on from the U.S. since I was 16, um, and I just asked a doctor, like, the first week I got here, mm -hmm. can I receive a prescription? And once you have that, mm -hmm. you just call them. Like, you don't even need to go in. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is what I have. This is what I want. And they're mm -hmm. like, okay. They just wrote it. And then when I was going to get pregnant or trying, they were like, what birth control were you on? And they're like, this is illegal. Like, you would, you only give this to people who have, like, breakout and acne or something for, mm -hmm. like, teenagers. Oh, wow. And they're like, who prescribed you this? And I was mm -hmm. like, um, just my normal, like, a GP that I don't go to anymore because I've moved, of course. But, like, mm -hmm. you know? And so you're just like, huh? And, like, just it, been taking these pills every massive day amount years. of hormones yeah and they're banned in germany because it was it's it's such a high, it's such a high amount of hormones that yeah. it basically just kind of wipes everything out you know what i mean and i was oh, on yeah. it for like 10 years wow so it's those kind of things that i'm like uh, but why in the u.s is it still available and, mm -hmm. and you're right so it's just this kind of like constantly questioning and this is why when I have, when I know I have a girl, mm -hmm. when I found out first, I was more worried mm -hmm. about what she'll have to deal with. Yeah. 
like the sex, the pregnancies, the mm-hmm. maybe being judged, taking mat leave and not being paid—all <laughs> <laughs> these things. I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm scared to have a girl. You know? Yeah. Let's I hope get they that. have solved all these problems in 20 years. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. it's totally fine. <laughs> It'll just be wonderful. <laughs> No, but yeah. so, but that's what I mean, though. So it's it is this interesting point, I think. But all expats, I mean, even with you, with your Danish, you know, understanding, and even you, or even you know, Juan being from the Netherlands, like the way we discuss things and bring things up, and you mm-hmm. know, even yeah. conflict, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so deeply rooted. But yeah, that's why I wonder, like, with like our kids and like Dagny, you know, like what. Is she going to be more confrontational? Is she going to be more German? And Germans, I don't think, are so confrontational. They're very, very direct. They get very angry in traffic. Yeah, especially <laughs> oh, in Frankfurt. Yeah. Really? It's insane. In Hamburg, they're a bit more chill. Like, when I was mm-hmm. driving in Hamburg, they're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to, like, move out of the parking space, and I'm just going to hold the whole line up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. In Frankfurt, it's like, ah, you're, you're getting out of your parking space. Like, and they're oh, yeah. like, it's crazy. They get so angry. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. People will get out of their cars yeah, and, like, yeah. start arguments in the middle of the street. And, Even like, when people are in turn lanes. Yeah. And they're not turning because traffic's coming. And you can yeah. see, eh, they're a bit maybe nervous and just wanting to wait. Yeah. All of these will just start honking. <gasps> yeah. It's insane. Oh, yeah. But no, I mean, Germans, yeah, they're just very direct. They're direct at work. They're direct. They'll just say, like, I don't like it. And they're expecting yeah. you to kind of say And then yeah, you back. say how you feel. Yeah. It, oh, that they don't do that in Sweden. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, there's a different... I am not afraid to let my dog, uh, like, off the leash right. in, in Sweden. Yeah. Because nobody's going to say anything, even if they're annoyed. And even if it's not allowed, like, yeah. nobody's going to say anything. But yeah. in Denmark, I'm, like, oh, so nervous. I even I don't even do it because I, I yeah. know someone's gonna come up to me and be like you can't have your dog yeah no in germany they would they would say like hey you need to get your dog on the lift or they'd be like that's weird that the dog's not on the leash yeah to you and you're like yeah okay okay no the swedes just look at each other like and have these share these looks like oh my god she's doing that yeah (laughs) that's really funny but no i mean the german older women i think that's the issue that i'm having now where like they just comment on your childcare. but even they uh, just yeah. comment like yesterday i was at the grocery store and i was packing and the, you know the old lady just kind of like parks her cart so i can't like pack all my stuff mm-hmm. as quickly as i could because i couldn't wrap around yeah and then her stuff started coming down and mm-hmm. she's like hmm, like move and i was just like oh you want to play this game yeah. so i just started like going so slowly just like staring at her. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not doing this. Like, yeah, you know. Oh. Yeah. So I also started doing the passive aggressive. Yeah. I'm like, it's not, it's not like inherent in me to do that. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. But well, good. No, I think then that is our episode for today. Yes. Thank you as well for joining. It was great having you and chatting with about uh, Sweden and Denmark and your experience. It was really good. Yeah, thank yes. you. Fun having fun. A, an expat from Sweden or yes. living in Sweden. A <laughs> Sweden <laughs> <laughs> expert. Exactly. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And follow us on Instagram at expecting expats. Yeah. Thanks, everyone.